Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, former Geo coming to you live for the Build Ford Tough Studio, the traveling Build Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network after Super Bowl, <laughs> Super Bowl Fifty Eight. Logistics, man. You love a logistics situation. Yep. This has been, uh, it's been interesting trying to figure out, you know, the bag situation. And uh, Eddie is in rare Eddie form right now trying to get everything uh, nailed down. Well, so I appreciate his attention to detail. Here's the thing. So pretty much all week, everything that we've expected to have happened has happened. Yeah. So that means you're feeling like something bad is going to happen. I, I just like, there's like loose ends right now about bags and stuff and where they're going, where they're not going. And it's still early for us right now. Yeah. We still have another good hour before I would start to get really ticked off and annoyed. <laughs> so I'm not getting to that point, except for Eddie, for some reason, is like all in my face over this. And he's not quite understanding <clears throat> what you're saying. Get this guy involved. Get that guy involved. Drop the bags. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not getting 57 people involved. You may do that in your normal life, but we ain't doing that here. <laughs> we are making sure that those bags are never leaving your site. And wherever you're taking those bags, you will be taking those bags directly there. So when we take off, we're out of here. Yeah, exactly. So that's what we would like this to have. This isn't like, you know, like, hey, yeah, whatever happens. No, 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 no. This is the last day. We all got to make sure we're out of here on time. We got a snowstorm coming, and we just can't be, like, relaxed about this. Yeah. I mean, should I go get the baggage cart now, or should I wait, or should now? And so is in the, the car to the airport to the bellhop to the... Okay. <laughs> uh, so I, I understand now. I was trying to be proactive and trying to help look. out. Oh, wait. Here he is. Here's Lee look. right now. There you go. See? <laughs> <laughs> 
The I timing mean, of that was absolutely <laughs> great. After all that, just a guy fell off. So now, thing. please go out there, talk yes, to Lee, ask him where Gio and I can send our bags, or should we just take our bags with us? Right. And and Dave, the driver. We, we, we will contact him. and I'll yeah, He's around here with our bags. Yeah, by the way, he's a... He's a helicopter pilot, so he's got his act together. That guy is rock solid. Now, so you talk about situations, right, that happen. So when we were coming back from the AFC Championship game, I told a story about an issue that happened to us in, at the Baltimore train station. <laughs> we walk in there, we run into people. People want to fight. Everybody wants to talk, this, that, you know, thing, blah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah. We come back to this Virgin Hotel last night. There's one freaking elevator working in the four elevator banks in the in the side of the hotel we're staying in. Yeah. So F- Phil and his wife and daughter, I mean, uh, sister-in-law, are in the elevator area, the lobby. They're kind of in the front. Then there's about five, six, seven people behind them. Then there's me. Then, and then there's a bunch of people behind me. And then in comes Coach and Jonathan Jones. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, there's a guy... In the middle of the elevator lobby, smack dab in the middle of it, just screaming about how the Chiefs suck, how Taylor Swift sucks, and F this and F that. I mean, it was just nonstop. And I'm looking at Phil, and Phil's looking at me, and then Phil says to me, hey, boom, we only got one elevator. And I think Phil said that because I think he was trying to get the guy who was F and this and F and that and all this other crap to understand that. Phil Sims and Boomer Esiason are here. Stop acting like a jackass. That's kind of the feeling that I got. Okay. And then Jonathan Jones, our insider, comes in. Who's not going to help in that spot. Well, though. yeah, he will. Yes, he will. <laughs> I don't he know, man. Help. He does not seem like a guy who's going to get his hands dirty. So now another <laughs> guy comes in behind. Now he's like five people behind me. So I'm like smack dab in the middle of these groups of Once people. Once again, this is now back-to-back games. And twice in a month that you have been amongst a maniac or multiple maniacs with no way out. All right. So this was multiple maniacs. One screaming about how the 49ers got screwed. And the other one being a Chief fan telling the 49er fan to shut the F up. Oh, my God. You know, and I mean, I'm thinking this is going to turn into something. Of course. Right. So I'm looking at Phil. He's looking at me. We're waiting for this freaking one elevator. One elevator is, you know, taking forever to come down. And so this is starting to build. I feel like it's building. And then all of a sudden, Coach Cower shows up. I'm going to go, you know what? Coach Cower likes to engage with people at the, at the wrong time, right? So I said, let me get Coach Cower involved in this. He comes walking in. And I said, hey, Coach Cower, how, how's it going, right? You don't know, we only got one elevator here. He goes, you know, whatever. Yeah. And as soon as I mentioned his name, all the football fans like stood at attention. Yep. Mm. And nobody wanted to be a jackass in front of Coach Cower. Perfect. That's so I figured great. out, there you go. That's that's the key is to have the Coach Cower in your back pocket type of situation. Well, at least with these particular fans. Because <clears throat> remember that crazy guy in the train station, he was so nuts that nothing was stopping him. But in this situation, it, the, these guys, even though they were maniacs, they had some respect in them. They had some respect for coaching them. Somebody told me that that guy in the Baltimore train station was wearing a Cincinnati Bengals shirt. 
Really? I thought it was a Baltimore Oriole shirt because it was orange. Oh. I, I thought it was a Baltimore Oriole. I didn't really get a good look at it, but it may have been a Bengal shirt. I'm not sure. Yeah. But then again, like he, I, I figured he'd be yelling at me as opposed to Coach Cower. Well, Coach Cower, you said, was engaging him more, which yeah. was the that was the thing. Um, but I, I tell you, speaking of Coach, and I, uh, <laughs> and there, there, there go the bags. Very yes. good. Uh, Very nice. There go the bags. By the way, Dave is to bring your bags over to the valet pickup. Okay, on the other side of the hotel. Correct. Okay. In between the main and the plaza shop entrance. Do you know what kind of vehicle he's looking oh. for? No. Well, Lee's going to go over there now. So, okay. I'm so, so who's telling Dave to do that? Lee told me to tell Dave or to tell you to tell Dave. Well, I'll Dave. tell Dave. Yeah. But he wants your bags brought over to the valet pickup. Okay. Lee said that. All right. So how about one, this? Yeah. One, two, wait, yeah, hold on. It's like dealing with James Brown. There's a lot of layers yeah. here. What, how I, I have Dave's number. I have it right here. Colt, but then hand. Right. No, I'm going to do this. Yeah, don't. Why would you hand the phone to Eddie and call him <laughs> so Eddie can do it? So you, the bags are to be delivered to the bellhop at the front with the Liebeck. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this is what we're on the air. We have to deal with this. That was the problem. All right. So hopefully this is all taken care of and Dave is awake and alert, which he is because man's rock solid. Speaking to Coach Cower, that hangover thing you guys did was was so funny and okay. so good and so well produced but he's he needs a talking to about acting if something what do you mean this is not what he does that's not what i know we he do. Need, but I, but here's the thing you were great nate was great phil was great jj was great coach cower did not he, i can't believe we lost jb <laughs> i mean it is you know i mean <laughs> It's not like we do this every day, you know. <laughs> but my point is, I know what your point is. My point is that you guys stepped it up in that yeah. spot, <clears throat> and, and and Coach Cower, you know, just I just felt like he I, fell I, a little I, short. What I did is I went into like my method acting, and I was thinking back to April sixth, twenty twenty three, when uh, we had our first Boomer and Geo live, and I just tried to recreate what I felt like the next morning. <laughs> See, exactly. Yes. It, that's what you have to do. I, I could have gotten a tattoo that night. <laughs> yes, and not knowing. <clears throat> what am I supposed <clears throat> to do with this baby? <laughs> that was a weird thing because the baby didn't show up until the end. Yeah, I know the very but, end. But yeah. you know, in the real hangover, there's a baby situation. That's why. And by the way, Is that, that a real baby. No, of course way? that's not. I it's a it's you. a dummy baby, but yeah. it looks so real. I was, I was asking you. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Well, it was a real baby in the Hangover movie, so I thought yeah. maybe there was a chance there was a real baby here. Only a real baby in the Hangover movie when it was very short shots and the baby wasn't like mishandled or anything. No, 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 no mishandling. I mean, of the baby. way that, the way our crew has been going this year, you know, I could just see Coach tripping and falling. Uh, oh no, squashing the. Oh, sorry, baby. <laughs> yeah, that, that would actually would have been pretty funny. <laughs> would have been epic. Uh, yeah. So anyway, okay. So you, you were able to survive the elevator situation. You're in the middle of that whole thing. Everybody was calm. Right. And that, and that, in the hotel at the oh, worst God. time, the worst time. And then, so they go up. I mean, this, it, there was a ginormous guy in line. He had to be about 350. Wow. Six, seven, six, eight, 350. And I'm not fighting that guy. Now sure. he wasn't the guy that was getting all you know, on Rui. I was this other 49er fan just completely being, Totally oblivious to the people around him. Totally inappropriate, the whole thing. So they get on the elevator. 
So now I, I'm, I'm said, look, we're not getting on the elevator with 10 people, guys, because we're not getting stuck on this elevator. Eight people and that's it. So now the elevator comes down about 10 minutes later. A whole pile of people come off the elevator because it's stopping at every floor. And then one guy stays on the elevator. <laughs> I'm going, why are you staying on the elevator? He's like, I forgot something in my room. I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> so now I got to count off seven. <laughs> And the poor eighth person couldn't get on the on the elevator, so they had to wait another twenty minutes. Oh. I was just like, "Look, man, it's too much weight on this elevator, and this is the only one that's working. We are not jamming like you know all of us in here, so we can get stuck on the fourth floor or something." <laughs> that would have been the. I'm always uh, thinking. I'm just like, I'm just always <laughs> thinking about the, top. the the potential for disaster. Yeah, I know. That's why you'd be a great insurance agent. You know, you're always thinking about what's the worst possible My thing. My dad was in con- uh, casualty insurance. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Yeah, runs in the family. I feel like it does. Yeah, but, I mean, you got you got you guys have been in the two like worst situations for you to be in, which is amongst drunk angry NFL fans with no way out. Yeah. Right. You cannot create a worse situation for you guys. Recognizable former players and coaches stuck around drunk, angry NFL fans where you have no option but to be right there at that time. All I know is that this guy was a little bit different than the guy in Baltimore. This guy was... He was pretty ripped up. Oh, was he? Yeah, and you know, he had his girlfriend there, too, and she was like, yeah, laughing at him and everything. Oh, by the way, our driver, I'm listening. Got it. Bags to valet pickup. All right. Boom. <laughs> he's listening. Is that guy on top of things or what? He's, he's more than on top of things. I mean, he is as, as rock solid as you could possibly be. Uh, as if he was in the, uh, the police department here as a helicopter pilot. Yes. So, and he's now retired. He knew, he knew everything about every mountain and elevation and this and that. He's he's the greatest. They gave us the MVP of drivers. Not that the other drivers weren't good. I don't know. I wasn't with them. Can't be better than Dave. No. Can't be. Be impossible. And he was there picking you up this morning. Well, yes, he was absolutely. And from the golf course, kept my clubs and yes. And I took care of him. By the way, uh, I did. Just okay, not, that's fine. But the way that you had brought this up to us. Well, you guys have to learn. That's all. And I think now you finally have figured it out after about, what, 50 years for Al, 57 years for Eddie, and 41 years for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. We're getting there. You're finally getting there. Yeah, we're, we, we are getting there. We took, Eddie and I took a lift from one hotel to the other the first day we were switching hotels. Eddie gives the guy a 20 for moving one bag. I go, wow, a 20. He goes, yeah, because I'm, I'm trying to do right by what, like, what Boomer says. So it's working a little bit. That was a little aggressive. Overdo it. Yeah. No, it was well, little... it wasn't. Um, it wasn't one bag. It was like four bags. Well, that's a different so. story. What, what are you making that face for? Well, I told him too. Like I tip within the the Lyft app. He, that's but just he was, for the he drive. Oh, you could do that. Which, well, you could do. You could tip within the Lyft or the Uber app if the Uber driver does something other than just drop you mm-hmm. off. Like yeah, there are those drivers that. Drop you off and then open the back, and then you have to go around the back and grab your crap. No, out he of took it. everything. And out then for there us. are other guys that or gals that will drop you off, and they will get out of the car and they will help you take the bags out. And then you, you can give them a tip. Then yeah, yeah but you were so in my head, so I just boom. Yeah. Well, good. You should feel good about yourself. I, I did, and then the the gal brought the refrigerator for my insulin to the room. Boom. Look at that. Tip. Oh yeah, that's See, this, right. This is working people that deserve to be thanked for the way that they do their business. Like this guy yesterday. 
that just found you guys and well, took you guy. where where oh. Juan was waiting for you. He was an angel. Yeah, that 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 man. He probably doesn't exist right now. Right, he just dropped out of the sky for that <laughs> moment for Al Dukes. That was Al Dukes' guardian angel. Right. If I go back there to the Delano or Delano, whatever, it's going to go with that bald Del- guy. No. Hey, Robert. They'd be like, no, Robert hey, here. No, hey. Delano. Delano. Thank you. Yeah. There's no Robert who's no. ever worked here. Mm-hmm. No, I don't I, know what you're talking about. When we were in Miami for one of the Super Bowls, I think it was the Super Bowl where you guys ate outside and I was inside <laughs> and my back was to you guys. Oh, yeah, at the restaurant. That? Yeah. There was a hotel there. I know we stopped there for a drink, the Delano. Have you ever heard oh, of yes. the Delano in Miami Beach? Correct. Yes, okay. Same one? Same, yeah, same company. Oh. There's also a Fontainebleau in Miami and now here. Right, yeah, and, and the Fontainebleau got killed here because for two of Fiji waters and a liter of coffee, seventy-two bucks. Yeah, <laughs> I, apparently that affected them. That that viral thing that that guy Hell put yeah, out did like wow. hurt hurt that hotel. And that hotel is brand new. That's where I want to give that speech on Tuesday. And that place is beautiful, but you know they, they're gouging people. <laughs> Sacre bleu. Sacre <laughs> bleu. <laughs> All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan Sacre and CBS blue. Sports Network. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. CBS Sports Network. Let's get right to Jerry because he's got so much sound from last night. Super Bowl 58 over Chiefs win again. What's up, Jerry? We are brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. And we're brought to you by Jackpocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone. We are already have heard from Jim Nance. We have heard from Kevin Harlan. This hour, we hear from Greg Papa, 49ers Radio. Chiefs beating the Niners in overtime on this play. Seven seconds, six. They are going to snap it. Mahomes going to roll to his right. Throws. Touchdown. The Chiefs have won the Super Bowl. Nicole Hardman. As they roll Mahomes right, Nicole Hardman is wide open. And the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Back-to-back years. Another heartbreaking loss for Kyle Shanahan. 
<laughs> I guess, uh, <laughs> you know, not that I have anything against Kyle Shanahan or any of those guys, because I don't. I, I think they're terrific. I think Brock Purdy's terrific. And they're going to be good because <clears throat> they don't have to pay their quarterback that much money. You know what? I know how that feels. <laughs> the hands of the 49ers. Yep, that is true. So, <laughs> <laughs> different guys, though. Different different regime. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I, you know, know. But still the 49ers. Still the Niners. Yeah. Mm, 25-22, the final in overtime with that play. Here was Andy Reid, Chiefs head coach, another Super Bowl win. Yeah, it's a little bit surreal. Like, uh, I'm back-to-back is um, rare for this football team and this organization. So, um, it, it's... Uh, you know, I got asked so many times, is it a dynasty? I don't know what a dynasty. I mean, you guys, you're the, you know, you have the thesaurus. So, I mean, you've figured out. But All right, speaking of figuring oh, you it know out. what it is. What did they, they play, like 41 games over the last two years? It's Playoff games? Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. I mean, total games. Total games, oh. I don't, right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a lot of games. And three yep, Super Bowl championships t- in five years. Yep. Yeah, and, they, and they've won the two Super Bowls during 17-game seasons. Ultra. How about that? Close to 16 game seasons. <laughs> yep, makes it even harder. Uh, a lot of questions about the Kelsey bump along the sideline in the first half when things weren't going well. Here was Reed on that. He caught me off balance. I, I wasn't watching. He, the cheap shot, but that's all right. <laughs> he did good. Um, he was really coming over just go, just put me in. I'll score. I'll score. You know, so that's really what it was. Well, I love that. I mean, it's not the first time. So I listen, I appreciate him. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I that's the that's the most aggressive I've ever seen a player bump into a coach and yell in his face. Well, Taylor was in the house, man. He didn't really get to touch the ball up to that point. Yeah, I know. There was one point he had, he had one catch for five yards, whatever it was. But, I mean, I understand that these guys have a very cr- close relationship and they love one another and stuff like that happens. But with that being said, that's still the most aggressive player-to-coach interaction I've seen in the NFL. You know, they were talking about the night before and how the leaders uh, and Travis being one of them all um, talked to the team. You know, he runs a lot in front of the cameras. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. He, if you look, he, he'll wait till the graphic is up and then he sprints by. No, he's a smart guy. Yeah. Yep. Um, but anyway, so Travis gave this impassioned speech the night before that everybody was talking about after the game or even before the game for that matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever. But uh, they get three I, I just, points at halftime. I know, I know, I know. But I, I would just say, like that, that just didn't look good on the sideline. Yeah, and I know he was frustrated. Everybody gets frustrated. I think AJ Brown tweeted said, "If that were me on my sideline, I'd be kicked out of the NFL." He's probably not wrong. That's a little extreme, but we'd be killing him today. He's probably true. Yeah, I didn't think it was. You know, look, it just had a bad look. You know, Andy's sixty. Like I thought, sixty-five years old. He's not in great shape. And it looked, I mean, could you imagine if he would have fallen down? Oh, gosh. It was close. I mean, in the way that he was yelling in his face, I think even looked worse than the bump. Like, he was really screaming at him. But I, I know that those, I, there's no issue between those two guys, and we know that. Um, but that was just, it was I, just over the top. It kind of reminded me, Al, when you went to the elevator, played uh, Molecules. <laughs> yeah, you caught me off guard. I did catch you off guard, totally off guard. You broke. Oh, off. we're good, right? Oh no, we're good. Yep, I yeah. went to the ER that day, and now we're we're all good. Yep. You that went to the emergency room. Broken rib, right, Al? No, no, no. Car- cartilage uh, popped and popped back in, and that hurt me. <laughs> but I was okay. But they said that's what the injury was. Cartilage popped out, popped back in where it should go. But that that uh, impact 
really threw me off. And when we got into that elevator and we were playing molecules, what did you think? Well, there were so what many other. We were doing. There were other people in there. I didn't know why it was a gang attack on me. I guess. <laughs> <it's> the- <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I saw a uh, quote tweet of that video of Kelsey bumping into Andy Reid, and it said. This is what happens when you mix your ninth COVID booster with Bud Light. By the way, man, I guess Bud, Bud must have spent a ton of money on they, advertising. They had some, yeah, they had some pretty good commercials. So did Michelob Ultra, yeah. by the way. But I guess, like, you know, people forget, I, I think Peyton Manning is a Bud distributor. He has down, to like, be. in Louisiana. He has to be. Yeah, he had so, a big So part. not only is he getting paid to do the endorsements, he's, right. get, he's getting paid to try to save the business. Yeah, pretty much. And your guy Marino was in that Michelob Ultra commercial with uh, Lionel Messi, yep, which was also right. pretty good. I think he was also in the M&M's commercial, which was about runner-ups, <laughs> guys that don't win, which is pretty funny. Too. I boomer size. <laughs> you were not in it. You know Although what? Although your Geico one. commercial was I've won fantastic. because I work with you idiots. <laughs> what? Guys, your Geico commercial with Phil with the caveman was very funny. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I know. Well, Jerry's just sucking up to you. You're not even loving here. the booms today. I, I, I did. I thought you had a great day. I thought you had a great day, and you're two thousand miles away. Anyway, uh, here's Patrick Mahomes. We knew when we got to overtime, we had this thing. I mean, that's a great football team. But once we got, they stopped and held them to a field goal. Our mindset was go win the game right here. Uh, we went, once we got that ball, we we fell short in regulation. We're not going to let it do it again. We're going to go out there and win the game. Defense got the stop, um, and we were able to do that. All right. So remember a couple of hours ago, we played the clip. I figured out maybe it was Armstead that said they had no idea what the rules were. And I guess it has come out that several of the Niners didn't know the overtime rules. So you tell me, as great as Kyle Shanahan is, how badly was he outcoached here? This is Chris Jones, uh, which I just found before I came in here, talking about overtime. And not only did the Chiefs know what the rules were, but they were ready for it. Um, this was sometime at the uh, podium last night post game. Two weeks. For two weeks, we talked about the new overtime rule and how we was going um, get a ball to the opponent if we uh, if they scored we was going for two at the end of the game we kind of rehearsed it and um, yeah yeah uh, how about that, that oh, that's man. awesome and that would have been mean, something but, you know, but that also shows you the depth of which I mean every, you expect every coach to do this with their team you don't know who's paying attention who's not paying attention sometimes these meetings I'm, I guarantee you Kyle Shanahan went over this. Maybe it just flew over the heads of some people. Right. But but maybe Andy Reid is just that much more for, forceful in his meetings and make sure everybody understands. And by the way, you know this this whole plastic thing and recycling and all that other stuff and get rid of the plastic bottles and all that stuff. So out here in Vegas, they've gotten rid of a lot of plastic bottles. There's still some. But instead, they replace them with these aluminum things. Yeah, yep, that's right. But saw Beyonce having one during the game. <laughs> I mean, what are you supposed to do with the the aluminum <laughs> things? Al can answer I don't know. this. No, they, there's not even any recycling bins anywhere in Las Vegas. Oh, and not that it matters because we've seen many documentaries that show all the recycling just gets thrown into the regular right trash. <laughs> yeah, it's because China doesn't want the plastic right. anymore. China. Yeah. <laughs> We have a friend of China. China, vagina. China. Yeah. yeah, that's right. No, we had some inside information about the uh, China vagina China. garbage. Yeah. Vagina. Vagina. China. What kind what? of inside information do you have about it? We have all sorts of inside information when it comes to garbage. Yeah, waste management, where it goes, why it goes to certain places, stuff like that. Yeah, we got a whole, a whole education on that. It's, it's, it's something that the general public just does not want to know anything about. Yep, just 
Take my they're garbage told, on this particular day, and that's that. They're being told things by people that are not true. Mm. Let's put it that way. Mm. So we're wasting Fair. our time we putting know in the, the different colored bins? It, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Kind of, I, I stopped doing that after that conversation we had. <laughs> yeah. so why am I going to keep going out to the curb? I'm just like twice a day, all the stuff goes out. It's one, it's big, one big waste of time. Exactly. Hmm. I can go. Sounds good, though. Yeah, it makes you feel better makes about you yourself. Better, yeah. But it's all bull crap. All right, couple from the Niners. Here's Christian McCaffrey. Sucks to lose. Got to battle through now. I'm always motivated. Now, right now, it just stings, but um, it's life, man. Life's tough. And, you know, bad things happen, and it's all about how you respond. But right now, it sucks. Now he, I know he fumbled early, but he also ran for 80 yards and had eight catches for 80 yards. So, oh, he would have been the MVP yeah. had they won. Yes, and I, yeah. And I was with you. I took uh, Isaiah Pacheco as MVP. Um, and well, that didn't happen, but it might have been him. He had fumbled too. Yep. Uh, yeah, he did. He had, and he also had that pitch to start the um, the second half that went off his shoulder. So he had a tough day for sure. Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah. Yes. Uh, here was Brock Purdy. Not 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 good. Obviously, their offense is, is really good. Mahomes is really good, and just don't want to give an opportunity, you know, um, to go down and win the game off off touchdown. So um, when I wasn't able to connect with him, it just it hurt. It hurt. Yes, it did. And so that's that. The Chiefs win the Super Bowl champions yet again. And it was Mahomes that was the MVP. Now, I know I've um, sucked up to you a little bit here today, but I, I'm just being honest. Uh, so I've talked about several of the guys. That's some issues. I thought Sims was good yesterday, um, but he did it. This is all over the place, which is why I'm playing it. Um, his pick in the beginning of the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was a little bit odd. You know, I'm going to go with the underdog, and I know everybody Kansas City, even though they're favored, because everybody has been picking San Francisco. But I'm going to take Kansas City in a high-scoring game, 31-27. to 27. I'm sorry, San Francisco, 31-27 to 27 <laughs> over Kansas City. Oh. <laughs> what? what? It was so weird. <laughs> I'm watching it, and he's talking about how he's going to take San Francisco, and then they put the graphic up that he's taking Kansas, or whatever it was, vice versa. The wrong graphic goes up. Someone must have told him in his ear, you would know better than us. Well, and I then, drew. Yes. You, you picked you pick San Francisco! <laughs> Apparently he I changed his mind. <laughs> so, that video is all over the place. Um, that happens. People ask me, who'd you pick for a Super Bowl? And I say, I don't know. I have no idea, actually. <laughs> well, he just changed his mind. What are you going to do? Um, then there was this. So, since you were on ESPN. That's kind of cool. So we'll hear from these people. This was before the game yesterday. Uh, Adam Schefter is on with Sam Ponder and Rex Ryan's there and whoever else is on uh, that panel. Here was Schefter confirming Mike Zimmer to the Cowboys, which I think we had on Thursday or Friday, I believe it was, as reports stated. This past week, the Dallas Cowboys went ahead yes. and hired Mike Zimmer as their defensive coordinator. He rejoins the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, nothing surprising there. That's kind of what we heard the other day. Then he would go on to talk about how their own guy, Sexy Rexy, uh, was in the mix. Obviously, they talked to a wide number of candidates like our own Rex Ryan, and I can tell you this, they loved Rex. They were highly impressed with Rex. Rex made quite a mark on the Jones family. Right, but he didn't get the job because it's going to Mike Zimmer. Sam Ponder, happy Rex ain't going anywhere. I just keep getting offended because everyone tries to take you away from us, okay? It's, Nobody it's, does. It's, it's, it's hard. <laughs> oh, we love Rick. having you Rick. here. All right, so, so far, we're all good, you right? Know, you, know, you know what it should be? It should be like, hey, Rex, we're, we're, I'm offended because you keep going for these jobs. You, you don't like working with us? Well, all right. So hold on a second. So it sounds like everything is in line. Mike Zimmer to the Cowboys. Mike Zimmer, it's a done deal. And then Rex comes out with this. 
I can honestly say right here, first off, I'm not so sure that Zimmer's got that job right now. Not real sure about that. Um, I can honestly say I'm, I, I'm, I don't believe that's a fact right now. Weird. So, so what, 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 what is the fact? I don't know. I, that, that was yesterday. So I don't know if anything has come out since. He went on to say how he actually doesn't interview for many jobs because people don't call. He calls them. And he called the Cowboys because he thinks they're ready to win and it's a good spot. But it started with him talking about how I'm not so sure Mike Zimmer has that job. So, yeah, I mean, that could be a situation where maybe they haven't told Rex yet and they've told Zimmer and then Zimmer's people told Schefter. Or they said, wait to the Super Bowl after the Super Bowl to announce it. And Rex is sort of in the dark about it. I don't know. That's a little messy. Seems it, a little messy to me. It was. It was uh, even watching it seemed he seemed like he was surprising them by saying what he said. So who knows? We shall see. I don't know that the Cowboys have officially announced anything, but those were the reports as of late last week. You've got the Knicks playing the Rockets tonight. The Knicks 33 and 20. The Rockets 23 and 29. Kyle Lowry, I believe, signed with the Knicks uh, over the weekend. I know they've dropped three or four, but again, they're a mash unit right now, so not really fair. Uh, NHL tonight, the Rangers take on the Flames. You've got the Devils playing the Kraken, and it was Nick Taylor that beat Charlie Hoffman's second playoff hole to win the Waste Management Open in Arizona. You sure Kyle Lowry signed with the Knicks? Did he not sign with the Knicks? I thought he signed with the uh, Sixers. Oh, is that yeah, true? Sixers. Uh, yeah, hold on. Yeah. Uh, over the weekend, Kyle Lowry signing with the Sixers as the Knicks are getting set to take on the Rockets tonight. The Knicks now 33-20, and 20, but you know, a little banged up, but they're going to figure it out here. Jalen Brunson back. Yeah, Jerry, I was going to say... You were having an unbelievable morning. You were killing it this morning. You've been all over it. Good day. Very good It's okay. It's okay. You made a mistake. It's fine. I apologize. made a little mistake. What are you going to do? It sucks. Uh, This is what I want to know, though. If if our man Big Zoo wants to take it to the next level here. I brought up uh, that I didn't think he signed with the the Knicks. He was in my ear as you were saying that. He was? Yeah. Zoo, you were on top of that? Yeah, I was just confirming with Fleegs at first that we were uh, that we heard it right. Yeah, all right, good job. Yeah, I read it wrong. Right, good job, Zoo. Dumbass. I'm proud of you, man. Yeah, no, I he was he was all over that. I so mistake. I, I just said that. I apologize. That's all I know, uh, <laughs> but Zoo was right. <laughs> it was in my ear, so we're good. All right, thanks, Jerry. All right, we'll. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Build Ford Tough Studio. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. And CBS Sports Network. I think that the Brock Purdy questions have been answered. I think that he played well last night. There's no reason, in my opinion, that the 49ers should make a change at quarterback. However, I bring this up 
because there's a couple of examples in the past where the Niners have done different things at the quarterback position that you wouldn't necessarily expect. One was after Jimmy Garoppolo had gotten them to the Super Bowl, it just felt like after losing to Patrick Mahomes the first time that they wanted somebody more mobile. They wanted a better player. They didn't feel like Garoppolo was going to beat it, and he also got hurt a ton. Obviously, they drafted Trey Lance. That ended up being a disaster. We all know how it worked out. Then, albeit after the Brock Purdy injury, but still they were going to bring in Tom Brady, which means it was going to be Tom Brady's job no matter what when Brock got healthy or not, or whenever the hell that was, they did, for a fact, reach out to Tom Brady prior to this season. So to the 49ers, in a somewhat panic of how the hell do we get over the top, get back here and slay that dragon, try to do something else at the quarterback position? No, they're not going to do that because uh, of the contract that Brock Purdy has. Uh, you know, he is cheap. Uh, this is exactly what you want. They'll probably give him a significant raise. They may try to extend him now because remember, he was the seventh round draft pick. He wasn't a first round draft pick. Yeah. So he only has a four year contract and he has just finished year two of that contract. So now would be the time to go in and give him some sort of contract extension. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know, you know, where it's going to go, but I do know that it gives them some flexibility. With their entire roster, look, they have some really good players in their team. And they're only going to get better. And I just think that that kid showed that he has the moxie to play at this level in, in, in the biggest game of his life. I thought he started out the game great. Yeah, he did. And then all of a sudden, you know, they he was 8 for 20 when he was throwing the ball to Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. He just didn't have a lot of success. You know, and he had a couple where he missed. He missed Debo Samuel for touchdown. And and then the one ball that he did throw down the middle, I I I think it was to Ayuk, but Jerry Sneed just made an unbelievable play uh, on the ball. Either him or Jarek McKinnon, I forget which one it was. I'm not Jarek McKinnon. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I don't know. Getting all these guys screwed up, yeah. mixed up. But the well, point being, I thought he played well. And the only reason they called Tom Brady was because of his Tommy John surgery. I understand, but also it's not like they that. They brought in Sam Darnold who'd start a couple games and Birdie, uh, Purdy comes back and plays. It was, this was, if Tom Brady comes, Tom Brady's the starter for the rest of the season. They would have re been replacing. But, but they Brock told, Purdy. but they also, you know, Kyle Shannon said, look, you're my future quarterback. I just don't know whether or not you're going to be healthy enough to get the year started. And if I get Tom Brady, I'm going to get him here. Yeah. I mean, that, that's why that conversation took place. But that is so far in the rearview mirror right now. That Brock Purdy is the guy. I'd have to go back and look at this game again and look at the tape and see where he might have missed. But I got to tell you, Steve Spagnuolo blitzed him a lot. And I thought that Kyle Shanahan would have answers, and he did for the most part. Yeah. But when it really got the crunch time in that fourth quarter and in overtime, there were a couple of blitzes that they did. I don't feel like they had the right play called. Yeah. And then you know what I thought was a shame, too, was for the 49ers and, and their fans of the whole vibe of the game was that first drive, they were just on fire. Purdy looked comfortable. They were moving the ball in chunks, and then McCaffrey has that fumble. Now, I know it's not like the Chiefs took off after that, but for them to score a touchdown on that drive, which seemed inevitable, the way they were going right down the field, I just think sets the tone for the game in a completely different way. The other thing that I also look at is, and and I, I kept saying it, you got to keep running the ball, Kyle. You got to keep running the ball, Kyle. And I think 
the first six plays of the second half where they both, I think they went three and out back to back, five passes, one run. Mm. I mean, you couldn't run on the Chiefs defense. You can. It's not going to be easy because they have a very good tackling secondary, but you can run on them and you have to stay with the run. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think Christian McCaffrey ended up touching the ball. And this game went to overtime, so he touched it more than he normally would. But they, you know, they emptied the tank with him. I think he touched the ball over 30 times, which which would have meant he would have been the MVP had they won. Well, Juwan Jennings, too, had a shot at it, but it probably would have been McCaffrey. Oh, it would have been McCaffrey. He touched the ball so much, and the combined yardage, nobody's ever had that kind of num- those kind of numbers. Yeah. I mean, and he's a guy, too, who had a really healthy season. He was great this year. This is why I really felt like the Niners had to get it this year. They had to. Now, one of their best defenders in Greenlaw, Greenlaw is going to be out for a significant amount well, of time. Well, he's done. He's done for next year because yeah. he's got the, the Achilles. Right. So, that's, so it's too late. Forget it. And, you know, and he need, and, you know, linebacker, come on, man. He's going to be out for a year, but he, he's going to get paid his $8.1 million. So that would be good. So Christian McCaffrey is the first player with 75 or more rush yards and 75 or more receiving yards. In Super Bowl history, he would have been the MVP. And I was just saying, Brock Purdy was 8 of 20 when he was targeting Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel and George Kittle, all three mm. of those guys. Yeah, And then he was 15 of 16 targeting everyone else, excluding throwaways. Yeah, I was getting into all the Niners chants with the fans around me because I was rooting for the Niners hard. I was doing the Ayuk, Ayuk, Ayuk is on fire. Then they do the uh, whoop, there it is. That's a, I guess that's a thing that the Niners fans do when there's a first down or something. Did you hear that? I was trying to figure out what it sounded like they were going, ooh, 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 ooh. No, it was whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. They were doing that. Okay. Yep. You guys know that one, right? Right. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. Yeah. Whoop. Did you guys oh. just get married? congratulations congratulations no i i can't hear you but i'm sure you're what you're saying is is a is awesome look at those breasts (laughs) (laughs) you guys have a great rest of your night all right awesome that's a happy couple right there man yeah very very happy couple that's awesome smiling ear to ear having a great time champagne the whole thing how tall was that woman she uh, probably six foot Maybe five eleven. She looked she like looked a model. Tall. She looked like like a legit runway model. You know, when you, they're tall and they're walking with the heels and the whole thing. That, mm-hmm. I mean, that was that was a good looking couple right there. That was it. Really, that that was star but, power. I mean, if you're a shorter guy and you got a woman that's that much bigger than you, you better have a big. You know, <clears throat> better have a huge one. Bank account. <laughs> that too. You yeah. and I were thinking the same way, Eddie. <laughs> I don't know where you're thinking. Yeah, I was going Schween route. Okay. But uh, yeah, bank account as well. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.